Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. So today we are going to be taking a look at 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19 through 20. Good morning, everyone. Welcome once again. So this is what it says. It says, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. Not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. He has committed to us. In in other words, this is your job, the message of reconciliation. I would ask you to take a look at the world right now and see if that is a commitment we have truly taken to heart. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors be reconciled to God. What's your job title? Mom, sister, wife, boss, employee, entrepreneur. When you read today's verse, are you thinking ambassador? Is that another hat that I have to wear? I'm already juggling so many other things. Is God placing on me just another thing to do? First, before you start disqualifying yourself, before you start saying, um, me be the peacemaker all the time, me being the one having to take the higher road all of the time, it gets old and tiring, doesn't it? I remember hearing um, one of my kids, I forget which one, was saying, why do I always have to be the one who apologizes? Why do I always, because the other one was stubborn and wouldn't, right? Why is it me? Now, another thing that I have to do The first thing to remember is that you won't be doing this all by yourself. Jesus said you will receive power, power, when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness. You can find that in Acts 1.8. God promises his presence and power to be with you. But notice something else. Are you ready? The power is not for doing the witnessing. Okay, this is super important. The power is not for doing the witnessing, but rather for being witnesses. That's great news for us doers. We don't work ourselves into a frenzy in order to do witnessing. Instead, We have the pleasure of witnessing to others when we are, check this, most authentic in our relationship 
with Jesus. It's more natural that way. Just be before you do. Okay, so this is a super important concept for us as entrepreneurs and specifically faith-led entrepreneurs. Because most of us operate in the mode of, if I have this, then I can do this so I can be this. Have, do, be. If I have a better website, if I have more knowledge in this, if I have all of these tools, have, then I can do this so that I can be this. And we are operating in lack already because we feel like we need something in order to be what we as faith-led entrepreneurs believe is already for us. We have to acquire something. The way that scripture operates is be, do, have. Not have, do, be, be, do, have. First, as an ambassador, as a witness, all you have to do is be the person who puts God before your business. Be the person who puts God before reactions. Be, God, be the person who puts God before fear. So that you can then do what you need to do, which is then to be an ambassador, be the testimony that you are called to be. And when you are that and you're doing that, guess what? Guess what is the fruit of that? Then you get to have the fruit of being. And the wonderful thing is that you don't have to do it alone. Holy Spirit is there with you every step of the way. So it's like almost mind-blowing how easy it is. Does that sound crazy? Faith is not, like logically, faith is not easy. Business is not easy. That's our logical way of thinking. I have to learn all these things. I have to grow in this. I have, I need this and all of that. We say it's not easy. In order for me to be a witness, I have to know the Bible, right, left, upside down in all ways. I have to be able to quote scripture. I have to be able to do all of these things so that I can be a witness and do the things that a witness does so then I can fulfill the promise and the assignment that he's given me. We have it so wrong. We make it so complicated. He's saying, all I want is an authentic relationship with you. From that small way of being, 
it opens the floodgates for all the rest. Why? Because it becomes natural. Why do they say if you are to be a CEO, you act as if you are a CEO from the get-go? What does a CEO do? What does a CEO not do? Do the things that a CEO does. I remember the story of, and now I forget his name, of course. I remember the story, but not his name. But he was the um, the CEO of, was it Microsoft? No, not Microsoft. Um, shoot. It was another really big, big, big tech company. And they were struggling, and he came in as a CEO, and in a matter of, a, it was like under a year, a really, really short time, they went from being like, a $9 million company to a multi-billion dollar company. And people went up to him and asked him, how did you do it? And he said, well, the first thing that I did was I created the vision. What does a billion dollar company look like? And then I asked myself, what would a CEO of a billion dollar company do and not do. And so I was willing to let go of control of the things that I usually like having my hands in, in order to actually be the CEO who can sustain a billion dollar company. How many of you are doing all the things? But Monica, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not making enough to hire somebody to help me. But Monica, I'm not, but let me ask you one thing. How much is your time worth? If you had one person come in, even one or two hours a week, and there are ways to delegate, there are ways to exchange services for services. There's so many different ways, but there, I can guarantee you there are things that you are doing right now in your business that are not income producing, yet they are taking up all your time. And so it's almost like you are acting like the, the employee of the CEO instead of being the CEO. And that's not sustainable. You can't do all the things. There's no way to scale that. There is no way to grow that in a business when you are the only one in charge of it all. I know it. That's why I became a workaholic years ago, because I had to do all of the things. Now I'm finally starting to delegate. I have my son helping me doing a few things of the techie stuff that normally would take me time. And the kids these days, they're so fast. They're like, oh yeah, you need this, and it's done. And so in the same way, this correlates so well to our business because we feel like we have to have all of our ducks in a row, all of these things in order, in order to be Christ's ambassador. I didn't read the last part of 2 Corinthians 5, 19, 20. It said, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, dot, 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 be reconciled to God. 
if you want intimacy with God, seek reconciliation with God. God reconciled himself to the world through Jesus Christ. How are we being those instigators to reconcile ourselves with God and those people that we are called to touch? That doesn't come by knowing tons of things. That only comes from having an authentic relationship with him. And I think that's what he's been trying to drive in us nonstop. You are so busy trying to know all the things. Yet you hardly spend any time just being. Being his. Being loved. Being in peace. Being okay. But no, we can't be okay because this person did this and that person said that and the world is upside down right now and how am I supposed to be okay in that? Shh. Just be. Can you feel the pause, the pause in just being, being his, being loved, being okay, being worthy, just being. When you can sit there in that space and just be authentically his and say, Lord, I've messed up. I'm just going to lay it down here and let you take it so that I can be the ambassador that you want me to be through my business assignment. You can't do long term maybe short term, but long term, you can't do all the things that you want to do without switching the order that you have in your mind of how things should happen. The power is not for doing the witnessing, but rather for being witnesses. We don't work ourselves into a frenzy in order to do witnessing. Instead, we have the pleasure of witnessing to others when we are most authentic in our relationship with Jesus. It's more natural that way. Just be before you do. To be an ambassador and witness for Christ, we bear witness to the truth of his word in the way we live. Are you frazzled right now in your business? Are you stressed out right now in your business? Are you confused, stuck, overwhelmed, stressed? All the things? Then you're probably in the have, do, be. If you are in that place today, 
as you are looking into your week coming, then you are in the have. I don't have enough or I don't, I need this in order for this to happen. That is not how God works. That is not how he works. The people that he has called had nothing. They were the most unqualified people ever. Most of them. And all they had to be was obedient. And then all of a sudden, Red Seas are parting. All of a sudden, people are being healed. All of a sudden, the things start happening. More than any words, programs, or doctrines, your life is a platform from which you proclaim the love of God to others. So be with your powerful God today and embrace another job title he gives you, freed and forgiven woman of God. Freed and forgiven woman of God. Are you stopping yourself right now in your business because you don't believe that you are freed and forgiven? Because if you hold on to that guilt, shame, and condemnation, you will never, ever feel worthy of making a bunch of money. Trust me, it's not going to happen. Because you're holding on to a lie. You're holding on to something that your creator already, already wiped the slate clean for you. And yet you are holding on to that so tight. Therefore, you always need more in order to be qualified to do the next thing. And once again, he says, deep breath. Will you just be? Will you just be yourself? That's who I've created you to be. Are you a little quirky? Are you a little funny? Are you a little serious? Are you super smart? Whatever it is, if you're spending your time comparing yourself to someone else, I'm telling you, it's not gonna happen. What you want in your life is not gonna happen. I'll, I will show you a little, um, my own personal experience so that you can see exactly what this looks like. So you can see exactly what this looks like. I have a degree, and I said this before, I have a degree in religious studies. My main goal was to be a youth pastor. Then I got married, I had kids really young and the kids needed me and teenagers needed nights and weekends and I couldn't give them that, so I left that. I was very much into learning about God and doing all of the things. And then, even though I had a prayer life, but I never, for like 20 something years, 
I was like, yes, I I have a relationship with God. I, I believe in God. I trust God. He's always, I, I'm always attributing good things happening in my life to God. Yes, I know scripture. I'm, I'm you know, doing these things. Yet, the day that he asked me to go deeper and I decided to say yes, I had to be okay with not remembering half of what I learned in school, if not more. I had to be okay with this crazy thing that happened where I couldn't even remember all of the scripture I had memorized way back when. And that's crazy. That's crazy. In my life right now, ask me to quote you scripture, and I swear it's the strangest thing. I can't. And you're probably like, oh, I can't. I don't know what God is doing is put like a block somewhere in my memory. But what he is saying to me is, because I do read scripture, and I read it and I absorb it and I pray about it. Guess what? He's saying, Monica, I want you to just sit with me. I didn't want to do this because I didn't feel qualified. We're on day 215. I'm like, but I don't even remember all of this, Lord. That's not what I want from you. I want you to spend time with me and the rest I will take care of. Do you, I don't know if you understand how crazy it is in my logical mind for me to be here speaking to you about something I can't even remember, like memorize. And I'm telling you that just so that you can see that he doesn't work in the logical order that we think things need to work. You may be saying, I need to know the Bible word for word, because of course that's the truth. And I always go to the truth first and I pray about it and I sit with him about it, but I don't know why I could do it before, but right now I cannot literally quote you anything. And I think it's on purpose. I think he's saying, you know what? Your quote means nothing to me. Your ability to quote scripture means nothing to me. If you are not willing to be my ambassador in your day-to-day life. That's the lesson I've learned from this. Monica, are you willing to be obedient? Monica, are you willing to spend time with me? Are you willing to know me so that you can literally be me? We are created in his image. We are created in his image. Be, do, have. Be him, but you can't be him if you don't know him, if you don't spend time with him. That 
is more important than any knowledge you can gain. If you aren't being love and reconciling with your brothers and sisters who have hurt you, who you may not agree with, whose political ideas are different than yours, and you make that more important than the first step, which is to be, then you have things in a different order. If everything you're doing revolves around having first, it will never be enough because there will always be something else that you need. And he's saying, no, I don't need that. I need you. I need you and I need you all in. All in mean, means exactly as you are with what you have or you think you don't have. That's enough for me. Your business is saying the same thing to you. Your audience is saying the same thing to you. Why are you waiting for it to be perfect? I don't want to see a perfect person on the screen. I want to see someone like me who doesn't have it all put together. If not, there's no way you're going to inspire me to be an entrepreneur. There's no way. You're too perfect. Or that looked like it took a long time to create. I could never do that. And then we go back into, or our audience goes into the have mode. I need to have what she has before I can do this. Are you willing to be authentic? Like God is asking you to be authentic with him. Are you willing to be authentic with your audience? And just show up rolling right out of bed saying, hey, good morning. Love you peeps. This is what I've got going today. Or is that not enough? The people that you love most online are the ones that show you the behind the scenes. At least the ones, not necessarily, not necessarily the ones that like, let's say you're learning tons from, but the ones that you follow the most, the ones that you are most connected to. And I personally am still working on that. Everybody tells me, Monica, you need to show us more behind the scenes of what it looks like to be a parent of eight kids with two sets of twins. And I was such a perfectionist that it was impossible for me to be willing to present something that I deemed as imperfect or might reflect me in a, in a bad way in terms of like being a bad parent or having a dirty house or whatever it is, Jerry still laughs at me because he's like, you know what? The, what did he tell me the other day? We were driving back from the beach and oh yes, he said one of the things that I love of, because we were comparing our to where we live to where we live now. We came from California, lived in the Silicon Valley, born and raised there our whole lives. We've been in North Carolina for four years. 
We used to live in a four bedroom mobile home. Jared and I never had our own bedroom until we came to North Carolina. We always had cribs in there, you know, with the two sets of twins. We had, we were all just on top of each other. We were able to sell that and come to North Carolina and have a nice big house with a big backyard, a wonderful community. And when people would come here to our house, I would always freak out because I wanted it to be super clean. Because I felt that reflected on my skills as a homemaker <laughs> and all of that. And he said, I don't really think about those things. The only thing I think about is how awesome it is that we have this big house. And if someone needed a place to stay and we have a spare bedroom, I would be so happy for them to come in and use it regardless if the house was dirty or not. And I sat there thinking about, wow, you're so right. You're so right. And that's how I've been treating everything. It needs to look perfect in order to welcome in a new experience, in order to welcome in a new service for someone in order to show love to others by being a good hostess or welcoming people into my house, it needs to be perfect. Since when did God ever say we need to be perfect? Never. Why do you think, why do you think he chose all of these crazy people? <laughs> I mean, people you would never think of to do great things. So there, I just shared with you a little bit of the behind the scenes of what used to go on in my mind, still does sometimes. And thankfully my husband's there to kind of redirect me, but it's so true. What's the point of having a clean house this is just my own personal experience. What's the point, Monica, of having a clean house if you won't even let anyone in until it's clean? What's the point of having a house? And so I truly believe that because we have things in the wrong order, I need to have so that I can do this, so that I can have, the, so let's see, have to, so that I can be this, right? So for example, I need to have the perfect website so that I can market well, so that I can be a successful entrepreneur. Nope. The way God operates is, you need to be with me so you can know who you are. Once you know who you are, then you can act that way in an authentic, beautiful, intimate way with your audience. And as you start to produce the fruits of my spirit in you, you get to have the basket of goodies.
That's what he's saying. That's what he wants from you. So your homework for this next week, my homework as well, is to catch ourselves. Catch ourselves if we have things in the wrong order. Monica, right now, am I in the have mode? If I'm in the have mode, I need to go back and sit and have a conversation with the one who can make it all happen the way I think I want things to happen. Let's be willing to switch things up. The tweak of two words, changing the order, will ultimately give you what you need, will ultimately give you what you truly desire in life. He is so good that he will meet you there. He is so good that he's willing to see you for how you see you and say, oh, no, no, no. Girl, you have no idea. You have no idea how I see you. You have no idea what's in store for you. Will you just be? Will you once again take the deep breath and be still? Because you are my ambassador here on this earth. And he is calling you as an ambassador to be reconciled to him and to bring that same reconciliation to your audience. That is your overarching true calling. And so we need to be okay sitting with that. Holy Spirit is going to be a key player in this. Holy Spirit will be a key player in this because he gives us the ability to be the witness. He gives us the words to be the witness. I'm telling you, I should not be sitting here with you. According to, in my mind, what my qualifications are, I could have a degree but I haven't done this in so long. I am not qualified. A hundred percent. I am so convinced of it. But while I was putting on my makeup, I was talking with Holy Spirit saying, will you just give them what they need? I'm trusting that. If not, I would be sweating buckets right now. And so I don't need to prepare for this. I open this and I read it the same day, the same moment you hear it as well. Because it's proof, 215 days now, God has proven to us that he will work through the unqualified, that he will bring words of knowledge and wisdom and action with those who are willing to be used by him, those who are willing to be his ambassadors. It's that easy. The first step is hard. I cried a few times the first few days because it was super out of my comfort zone. But now 
that I've made it a way of being, I'm like, what do you have for us today, Lord? Let's get up and let's do this. That is what he wants for you in your business. And I have to carry that on to other areas of my life. So don't think I have anything perfect. I am far from that. But he's asking us as entrepreneurs, are you willing to move in that direction? Are you willing to be that? So let's go ahead and let's pray this day in that he will show us how to be. That's all that we need. Father, we thank you so much for another day of new understanding. We've had it wrong for so long, Lord. Will you help us to have relief in this knowledge? Not be scared that we have to do things differently, but give us relief knowing that we don't have to have anything or anyone that we just need to be who you have called us to be. And the only way to know who that is, is spending time with you. Letting you move in our hearts and in our minds so that what comes out of our mouth and our actions are true reflections and testimonies of your amazing love and forgiveness. Lord, we are asking you to manifest yourself greatly in our hearts today so that we can let go of all of those prerequisites that we have made for ourselves in our businesses and in our lives. Help us to feel the courage that comes with standing forward with you by our side, with you in us. <clears throat> excuse me, to guide us, to show us what the next steps are. And so, Lord, today all we can say is we are thankful. We are thankful for a father who doesn't have a checklist for us, who's only wanting to have a deeper, more intimate relationship full of love and joy and peace. And you want us as ambassadors of yours to bring that to the world. We are committed to it, Lord. Help us to examine our hearts, examine our minds, examine our actions and our words. And anything that has to do with having something first, will you please help us to eliminate it? We are tired of living up to that standard. It's exhausting. Help us to live up to your standard. And your standard is very easy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just come to me and be with me. And that is enough. We thank you for this new revelation, Lord. And we are ready to just be. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out with me. There's so much, so much to do, and yet that's not a reason to be stressed or overwhelmed. 
it's actually a reason to take pause and enjoy the effortless that he has promised for us as entrepreneurs. So thank you for having an awesome time this morning. I feel it. I don't know if you feel it, but I definitely feel like this was something that um, we all needed to hear. It was a reminder for me that many times this past week, I had things in the wrong order, in the wrong order. So I love you all. Thanks for hanging out with me. Next week, I am going to be showing you guys some new tools that I have created for you for standing out in your business. So I'm excited. I will be showing those tools inside the Faith Business Builders free group on Facebook. So if you're not there yet, feel free to head on over and jump on in so that you can see the goodies that I'm going to be bringing you. And um, I'm just thankful for you taking the time to hang out with me today. So have a fabulous rest of your day. Love you all. And I will be seeing you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye.